0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. Today, we have another new car reveal. Now, this one is less major than the Model S Plaid episode that just went up, but still kind of interesting, mostly because... This vehicle has a bit of a weird name, and I didn't know that this car really was going to be a thing, especially for the U.S. lineup. 2022 VW, Teos arrives next summer to battle the Chevrolet Trailblazer and the Kia Seltos. Consumers have an insatiable appetite for crossovers, and Volkswagen is responding by producing the 2022 Teos. Designed to slot beneath the Tiguan, the Taos is a compact crossover that is small in stature, but big on value. While the model looks a little plain, it features a wide grille and swept-back headlights. Higher-end variants go a step further as they feature LED lights, which extend into the grille via an illuminated light bar. Elsewhere, designers installed sporty skid plates and plastic body cladding. The Taos also has squared-off wheel arches and a greenhouse which closely resembles the Tiguan. Very closely, in fact. Out back, there's an angled liftgate with an integrated spoiler. We can also see wraparound taillights and faux and a faux dual-exhaust system. Eight different colors will be available, and wheels range in sizes from 17 to 19 inches. In terms of size, the Taos measures 175.8 inches or 4,465 millimeters long, 72.5 inches or 1,842 millimeters wide, and 64.4 inches or 1,636 millimeters tall, with a wheelbase that spans 105.9 inches or 2,690 millimeters. That makes the model slightly larger than the Chevrolet Trailblazer and Kia Seltos. Moving into the cabin, the Taos has a minimalist interior with clean lines and straightforward controls. Volkswagen didn't go into specifics, but confirmed the model will come standard with a digital instrument cluster and two-tone cloth seats. Higher-end variants feature an 8-inch infotainment system, a wireless smartphone charger, and a 10-color ambient lighting system. Other options include a heated steering wheel, an 8-way powered driver's seat, and an 8-speaker premium audio system. Buyers can also get heated and ventilated front seats, a dual-zone climate control system, and leather or leatherette upholstery. Thanks to the crossover's sizable dimensions, the Taos has a roomy interior with 37.9 inches or 963 millimeters of rear seat legroom. The luggage compartment holds 28.1 cubic feet or 796 liters of cargo, but that can be expanded to 66.3 cubic feet or 1,877 liters by folding the rear seats down. Motivation is powered, sorry, motivation is provided by a turbocharged 1.5 liter four-cylinder engine that produces 158 horsepower, or 118 kilowatts, and 184 pound-feet of torque, or 249 uh, newton-meters of torque. I was about to say nil-meters, but that's that's nonsensical. It is connected to an 8-speed automatic transmission, which sends power to the front wheels. All-wheel drive is optional, and it sees the 8-speed automatic replaced by a 7-speed DSG gearbox. On the safety front, there's a multitude of driver assistance systems, including forward collision warning and autonomous braking, adaptive cruise control, and no adaptive cruise control with stop and go, and an active blind spot monitoring system. There's also travel assist, emergency assist, high, high beam control, I was about to say high speed something, but high high beam control and a lane keeping system. The 2022 Taos will be launched in the United States next summer and will be available in three different trims. Full details will be announced closer to launch, but the model should cost thousands less than the Tiguan, which begins at $24,945. For all you Latin America listeners, we actually have some information about the Tails for your region. Latin America's 2022 VW Tails has a different engine and infotainment system than the U.S. model. The 2022 Volkswagen Tails has two had two world premieres yesterday, one in the U.S. and another one in Argentina. That's because VW will sell two slightly different versions of the Tails compact SUV in the Americas. The one for Latin America will be made at the General Pachicho, Pe- hopefully? I think I got that wrong. Plant near Buenos Aires for the entire region, while the North American model will be built in Puebla, Mexico. As you can see, the Latin Tails looks identical to, the, to its North American sibling on the outside, minus the US-specific side marker lamps. At first glance, the interior appears identical too, but there's a big difference when it comes to the infotainment system. While the North American model features the latest MIB3 interface with an 8 inch touchscreen, the Taos for Latin America mar- markets gains the VW Play infotainment system that recently debuted on the Nivea sub- Subcompact crossover. Developed by VW Brazil, the interface features a 10.1-inch touchscreen and offers the possibility to download apps, link the phone via wireless app connect, and schedule the car maintenance service, among other things. The VW Play infotainment system can also be combined with the 10.25-inch Active Info Display Digital Instrument Panel. Inductive smartphone charging and a 10-color ambient lighting system are also offered. The other big difference is under the hood, as the VW Taos sold in Latin America features a 1.4-liter TSI turbocharged four-cylinder engine instead of the 1.5-liter TSI TSI offered in the U.S. model. Badged 250 TSI, this powertrain is built at VW-something-Carlos plant in Sao Paulo, Brazil. VW has not revealed vi- official yet, but reports from local media claim the 1.4-liter TSI delivers 150, 148 horsepower and 184 pound-feet of torque, or 150 PS and 250 newton-meters of torque. That's 10 less horsepower than the US model, while the peak torque is identical. A six-speed automatic transmission and front-wheel drive should come standard, but there's no official indication of a four-wheel drive version. Nevertheless, rumor has it a two-liter TSI with all-wheel drive will arrive later on. From a safety perspective, the VW Taos offers driver assistance systems like adaptive cruise control with stop and go function, autonomous emergency braking with pedestrian detection, blind spot detector, rear cross traffic alert, and more. The compact SUV also sports VW's latest lighting technology called IQ Light. The LED matrix headlights cover a wider area and feature functions like dynamic light assist and dynamic cornering light. The VW Taos will be launched in Latin America. Latin American markets from the second quarter of 2021. And lastly, we have a little bit more information on the new Taos. Volkswagen has confirmed that the upcoming Taos will use a new... Well, we already know about the engine. And we still already know... Okay, but this is a little bit more in-depth. The new 1.5-liter engine is a variant of the EA211 unit found in the Jetta and offers more power at 158 horsepower and 184 pound-feet of torque, and according to VW, is more fuel-efficient thanks to a number of high-tech features. While the carmaker is still teasing the exterior of the Taos, Kelly Bluebook was granted access to an early pre-production prototype that fe- that featured very little camouflage. As expected, the new Taos shares a lot of styling cues with the bigger Atlas, but some keen viewers can also point out some similarities with the Seat Atika, particularly on the side and the rear that's available outside North America. The new Taos will slot underneath the Tiguan and the VW's range, as well as the smallest SUV the company Sorry, the new Taos will slot underneath the Tiguan in VW's range as the smallest SUV the company offers in North America, but its dimensions are bigger than most subcompact SUVs, or CUVs as I like to say, in the market right now. For reference, the new small VW SUV is 11 inches shorter than the Tiguan at 174.2 inches, which is also just 2 inches shy of the Hyundai Tucson. The new 1.5-liter turbocharged engine runs on VW's modified version of the Miller Cycle, getting the intake valves to close early in the induction stroke to improve fuel economy. In addition, the unit features a turbocharger with a variable turbine geometry, APS-coated cylinder liners, a software-controlled cooling module to get up to temperature more quickly, and a high-pressure injection system with up to 350 bar. VW is also going to offer both front and all-wheel drive versions of the Tails once it goes on sale in the summer of 2021. Front-wheel drive variants will be sold with an 8-speed automatic transmission, while the all-wheel drive versions of the Tails will feature a 7-speed dual-clutch automatic unit. And that is going to be it for now. So what do I think of the new Tails? Well, I think ultimately there's not that much to really talk about because it pretty much looks like most, most other VW products, but... Honestly, that's a good thing because VW's current design language is one that I like. I don't really dislike it on any, on any of their models. I think it, it's kind of boring that it sort of looks like a smaller Tiguan, especially from the side and the face nearly, except for the new facelifted one, which we just did a podcast episode of. But I think it looks good. I th- I like the interior. Let me go find an image of it. It's at the far left. I like it. It's pretty standard VW affair. I like the. I think I like the materials. At the very least, the look of the materials. Because on the top, on the top part of the dash where the infotainment screen is, there's a bit of a there's a glossy black gray color. It's not piano black, but it's sort of like a dark granite. And I like that. I don't know if it's going to be a not cheap material, but visually, I think it looks quite quite nice. The gear selector hard to see, but it looks like a more modern VW affair rather than the older one. The the digital digital wow. The digital instrument panel looks very similar to all the other vw ones so that's pretty standard affair i don't like where the central air vents are placed they're placed pretty down low just above the hvac function so i think that that seems to me like it would be not hard to aim because thankfully it's not the stupid circular units that the old generation tiguan had but rather than it hitting your forehead it's going to hit more of your chin nose area so it might take a little bit more might take a slightly higher angle just to get it to hit your forehead, but oh well. I think it's smartly designed. The HVAC functions. The buttons don't seem to be that clustered together. They're not that cluttered either, so should be easy to come to terms with when you... I say come to terms with. Get used to is better when you get your TAOS. Rear seat... well, I say that. The rear storage area looks to be pretty plentiful as well. Overall, it's just it's another CUV. That's what it is. I am kind of surprised that it's... Bigger than the Trailblazer and the Seltos, but I suppose it's not big enough to take it out of the SUV cl- or at the very least the subcompact SUV class. So buyers who are looking for a subcompact SUV that's a little bit more spacious should look towards the Teos, and I'd imagine that that extra rear legroom w- will be what's most appreciated. But yeah, I can kind of see how it looks like how it looks like an Atlas, but I'm also kind of of the opinion that a lot of that a lot of VW's SUVs are starting to look like the the Atlas more and more, so that's not really saying that much. Yeah, I can kind of see where it looks like the Atika as well. But yeah, it's just another VW product. Not as interesting to me as the new Tiguan, but... It's a fairly safely designed VW SUV, and on one hand, that's a good thing, because it's not going to polarize consumers that much. On the other hand, though, you could also make, and I think just as equally, a valid argument that... All of VW's SUVs are starting to look the same, and so they're getting same face, and at this rate, same design syndrome. So it's starting to get a little bit boring and samey. Really, it's just going to depend on, depend on your preference. Either you're glad that it looks pretty much like most of VW's other SUV products, or you're going to wish that it was a bit more unique. But overall, I think it's okay. I like it. The interior is good. It's a, it's a bit more unique, certainly more unique than the exterior, but I wouldn't say that that's a bad thing. I like the, visually, I like the materials, whether or not they'll actually hold up, we'll have to wait and see, but just on the pure design front, it's modern interior, love the touchscreen, like where they place the HVAC functions, it's just a well-designed, well-thought-out interior. So, well, well done to you, VW, although, oh, I have to say, I have to say, I forgot, don't we have the T-Rock? I, what happened to that? Because I thought the VW T-Rock was the thing that, I mean, obviously it's slot underneath the Tiguan, but I thought the VW T-Rock was supposed to be the competitor for the kia seltos and the chevrolet trailblazer so now i'm just now i'm just all kinds of confused because now i can't even remember whether or not the t-rock was even sold here in the first place but it does that does remind me though because we're seeing more and more business practices like this where all these automakers are making slightly bigger and slightly smaller versions or models that slot under other models that are already in their lineup and they're just making all these models redundant it's like why either you should make one that's significantly smaller or one that's significantly bigger, sort of like the Jeep Compass and the the Jeep Cherokee. I don't really understand why we need the Compass and the Cherokee. I mean, the Cherokee is slightly bigger than the Compass, but a Compass is not small enough to really justify its existence in the market. I don't believe so, anyway, but people do buy it, so obviously I'm wrong, but I don't understand what the consumers are seeing. It's slightly smaller than a Cherokee. As far as styling goes, I can understand the appeal, but not... Not as, far as a practical, not as far as practicality goes. It's slightly smaller. You're basically paying for Cherokee as it is. With less, with, with less options, no V6, and slightly less cargo space. And different styling, but that's about it. But yeah, overall, this was kind of a strange addition to me to the VW lineup. I wasn't expecting this to be a thing. Especially considering I thought we already had the, the T-Rock, but maybe we don't. So if we don't, then it makes sense. But anyway, I'd imagine it'll sell pretty well and it might get it might take some consumers away from the Seltos and the Trailblazer and i'd imagine that's primarily because as i said before it has more rear leg room. that i would think is going to be the biggest appeal that uh, the biggest the biggest appealing factor of the t- of the Taos compared to the Trailblazer and the Seltos But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification button on all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest.